Hunter, does your apartment bathroom have two sinks? I wish, but no. Damn. Um, the the pain of sharing a sink with a significant other is unlike no other. Oh my god, it's awful. I can I can actually pivot this to save this. Uh, so you have one sink in your master bathroom. We only have one bathroom. But damn, sucks. Yes, suck. one sink. Uh, what? If you had to give yourself a percentage, what percentage of counter space in that bathroom do you say that you occupy? Like with my stuff on it? Yes. Zero percent. How much of that would you say that your significant other occupies? How much counter space, including the sink, is currently taken up by your significant others? 93%. That that that's where I was going with this. Ninety three percent. It's usually two blow dryers on the counter with some makeup pads or makeup remover pads. Two uh, blow dryers. Yeah, the, she has a normal one and then a fancy one that has a brush on it, and she can brush it and it blow dries. Oh lord. Or there'll be a straightener added on with that. Um, if it's anything that's mine, that's there, it'll be my deodorant because she used my deodorant. <laughs> Yeah, the inspiration for this cold open was before we got on here, me trying to go take a dump and not being able to close the bathroom door because the straightener cord was hanging off the counter over the door frame. One of the most painful things I've had to experience is so the cabinet's right next to the door when you walk in. So the the, the counter's mm. right there. And she has a real bad problem with leaving cabinets open, whether it's in the kitchen, the bathroom, anywhere. I, the fridge door sometimes it just gets left open. Well, she left the one that was, she opened up the cabinet under the, under, not under the sink, but on the opposite side of it. So it was right by the door. And so it opens up to the door and she left it open. And so I didn't see it because that's like shin level. I wasn't paying attention. And I'm trying to walk out the door and my shin caught it. Mm-hmm. And that was so painful. God. So. My- but let let me sh- let me shave my beard and there'll be like a f- couple hairs in the sink and it's the end of the world. So end of the I, world. I was had purchased for me a, like apron that clips to the mirror like a barber apron that goes That's around. That's smart. Head. I've seen those. So I've it's, seen those. it's legit. However, I've given up on that. Cause I used to lay down like three towels, like three full size bath towels just to trim my beard to avoid that exact scenario. But I've given up on all that now. And I just say F it, let the hair fall everywhere. And then I just take the vacuum with the hose and mm-hmm. I do that too. The, it's I do the that too. Way. Like once I started doing it that way, I was so mad at myself for how long I spent agonizing over making sure everything was perfectly covered. Sometimes I'll just be like problematic and leave it. I'm like, fuck, I don't care. (laughs) So my toxic bathroom trait is every now and then if I just want to like assert dominance. So we have two sinks. 
we have had two sinks in the last three places we have lived together. I can count on both my hands the amount of weeks. And this is over the span of four years. Over the span of four years, I would say, uh, I can count on both hands the total amount of weeks that my wife, who will remain unnamed, even though she's been named many times on this show, has used her own sink. Her own sink might as well be a cabinet. There might as well be no other cabinets in our entire bathroom because all of her earthly possessions end up in her sink. I wish I had my own sink so bad. Me too. I, I remember the pure ecstasy that I thought I was going to experience when we first moved into our first apartment together that had two sinks. I was like, this is going to be amazing. The counter space. I literally could stand in the middle of like the master bathroom counter and not touch the end of the counter on either side. I had a corner the size of like a Tupperware container that had my deodorant, my one thing of cologne, my toothpaste and toothbrush. A hundred percent of the countertop was utilized. Those were the only things on the counter that belonged to me. Uh, That was like the first rude awakening of like, welcome to co-living with a female. But yeah, Yeah. anyways, so I said sometimes to assert my dominance, um, her sink inevitably full of miscellaneous objects. Um, And as the blob of makeup products creeps its way over towards my sink every now and then I would just plop my forearm down on the edge of my sink and just (laughs) (laughs) I love that I love that it's it's the most satisfying thing that I know I'm going to regret later why do you regret it because she makes a big deal out of it she doesn't make a huge deal out of it I just know that like I'm making a big mess that like I don't know. It's not going to make the situation any better. It's not like to... it's not like her seeing that is going to be like, oh, I should put my stuff away. Right. I usually just clean it up and like, I'm like, all right, you know what? It's fine. I'll just I'll clean it up. And then she'll see that I clean it up and be like, oh, next time I'll do that. And that lasted like a month. And so we've been through the discovery of I, me having a house cleaner. Um, our poor house cleaner. And I, I forgot feel, about that. I bad I'm still pissed about that. Because I feel like it's this situ- this sink situation is dragging my good name and reputation through the mud because she sees this and like we have like the mirrors that open to like a cabinet behind the mirror. So it's very clear. Like we have three mirrors that all open to cabinets in our master. One's mine, all my stuff. Like I have all my or like all my bathroom possessions in this one mirror cabinet with extra space. The middle one is all like medicine and vitamins that we share. And then hers is full of female products, various female products, as well as everything that's on the counter. 
mm-hmm. as well as the drawer and the cabinets underneath the sink. Um, and she has a hanging door organizer full of products too. But so like all this stuff is categorized. Like it's very clear. My side, her side, my side, her side. Well, my sink's the only one that gets used. So when our house cleaner comes, it looks like I just bathe dogs in my sink because I, you've got beard hair, you've got hair <laughs> that comes off her because girls shed like Labradors. Uh, you've got makeup residue coating the sides, dried up toothpaste on one side. It's a trap. Water splashes all yeah. over the mirror. Yeah. And so then like inevitably our wonderful house cleaner cleans our bathroom spotless. Like you could eat off of our freaking countertop and every once a month I have the same conversation. Like it's groundhog's day. Our house cleaner comes, we come home from work to a a clean house. And I say, wow, maybe like, maybe this can be the time you start using your sink. She doesn't even fight it anymore. She just like looks at me like eye rolls and like basically like you, we both know. Like I say it just because it needs to be said, but we both know. She's like, come on now. Come on now. Look, we've been through this before. I could. I know the answer. I could buy a house with three sinks. I could buy a master bathroom made entirely out of sinks and we will all exclusively use my sink. And then the second you switch sinks, you go to a different sink. She just follows you. Yeah. So I never went deep into like the story of the house that we tried to buy that we didn't get on here. Um, This was not the first house we put an offer on. We fought really hard for another house, like two miles down the road from this one. It was a little bit older but like a little bit like the layout was kind of more convenient. The master bathroom was way nicer. And so it had double sinks, but the way it was, was if like the wall is right, is like along one side. I'm trying to describe this for the audio only listeners. Um, so like you get the wall, then like another wall comes off that, like a T and the, the double sinks were on either side of that wall. So that like, that's my biggest regret in us not getting that house is that like, she would have had to literally traverse (laughs) 180 degrees. Yeah. She would have had to illegally immigrate to my side (laughs) of the bathroom (laughs) to steal my sink in my counter space. (laughs) That bathroom was fantastic. Like, Literally, that bathroom was like two small bathrooms that were just like mirror imaged because like it was like that half wall. I like that though. Pink on either side. And then like it had like one toilet, but then like each side had like its own closet. Like there was no sharing of anything. That's pretty cool. It was amazing. I would love Truly the best thing about that house. And there was a dining room, but in the kitchen, there was like not an island but like a big there was like the counter but then like a bar counter and on the back side of the bar was a booth built into the bar counter thing that, that man why didn't you get that house because some 
hippy dippy California dipshits paid it cash, and we had a Damn. loan. Damn. Yeah, I'm still pissed off about it. I'm not looking forward to the day house hunting comes. It was honestly like it was comparable to this house, like in value. The price was actually very similar. Uh but like everything negative about this house was like one of the best parts about that house. Now there were things negative things about that house that are good about this house. Like so they balanced out. But like all the things that I consistently gripe about here were like the best features over there. Like the sink situation the best um the kitchen like counters like i grabbed it we don't have enough counter space in our kitchen that kitchen was nothing but counter space you heard me talk a week or two ago about the freaking wind collapsing my fence and me having to fight off the neighbor's dogs that other house had a brand new metal fence like, like i don't i don't have any like that that house was the one that got away how many cabinets do you not cabinets drawers do you have in your kitchen one two three i'm jealous already jesus six drawers so there's like so one side like you got like the oven then just to the left of the oven there's like a it's four on top of each other and then there's no, did I lie? Yeah, six. Yeah, there's four. Boom, boom, boom. And on the right side of the oven, there's two with cabinets below. And then there's one, two, three, four cabinets above. And then we also have an island that is on wheels. So, like, right now, it's pushed into the corner. And it has, like, our microwave and all the baby bottles and formula on it. But, like, when we bought the house it was set up in the middle of the kitchen as an island but my dogs insist on being directly under my feet while i cook anything i'd be pain in the ass yeah and i have big dogs so we move the island out of the kitchen just to make it more open so that i don't break my neck trying to cook a grilled cheese sandwich i'm jealous we have two two drawers how do you only have two drawers? Shout out these this apartment complex. We got two drawers and we have four cabinets. My sister had an easy bake oven with more drawers than that. <laughs> well, yeah, and like it, go, it literally goes oh, two I drawers guess, and how many cabinets? I would say four and a half, really. Because so you got the you got the stove. Above the stove, you have those two small ones. So it's kind of like that's our liquor cabinet. That's our alcohol cabinet. Yeah. So we put our alcohol in that one. And then we have two normal size ones. And then counters, two drawers, under those drawers, two cabinets. Um, okay, yeah. So I guess it's, if I'm counting my island, then I have eight drawers and two more cabinets. And then I also have a pantry cabinet. So, Yeah, we have a pantry cabinet. We use the top half for bowls, like eating bowls or Tupperware. Uh-huh. And we use the bottom half for like dry foods. Ours is the opposite. Our top half is all non-perishable food and then the bottom half of our pantry is all Tupperware and alcohol. 
if we had more counter space and I mean, yeah, more counter space probably and more cabinets, probably be more like that. And then because there's a gap, a pretty sizable gap between the top of the cabinets and then the ceiling. So on the top, I, we store our toaster up there, a bread box, uh, the, our paper towels, we get to Sam's and uh, a vacuum sealer. I remember I miss our rent house because the way that kitchen was set up, there was like this random weird like cabinet set up like detached from everything else. Like everything was along like one wall and then there was an island, uh, but the island didn't have it had like the cabinet that goes just like under your sink and then it had the dishwasher. So like there was no storage in the island really, but then off to the side on like the wall right next to like the door to the garage was like a cabinet, one little square of countertop and then a cabinet below that. So like that was my liquor cabinet and uh, Jade turned that little counter, little mini counter space into like a coffee bar. Hmm. Not bad. Not bad. Um, Some invigorating uh, architecture and real estate conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome back. This is episode seventy-nine. I think. I believe you're correct. Seventy-nine of below five hundred with your favorite two co-hosts because who's the third one we don't know i think his name's i think his name is jim i'm not sure but it's it's here it's hunter gooch you know your favorite hey so do you see where jj watt is getting drug tested and he's retired how he tweeted a picture of a screenshot this morning and it's and as he captured he said i don't know what happens when you click report junk but i think i'm about to find out and <laughs> there's a text that it shows this is dylan on behalf of the nfl you have been selected for an hgh dry blood spot test please give me a call or shoot me a text when you can thank you and then under it says report junk what in the world so i wonder if like you have to like officially retire like through like the players like union or something and like then that like is when they take yeah. you out of like the pool you know mm-hmm. for like the random drug testing mm-hmm. i wonder if like he hasn't act like officially retired yet maybe that's why i'd be pissed i, I wouldn't do it i'd be like well, he you just i don't know if you've seen the clip where they asked him like what he's most excited for like in his like early days of retirement and he like he said to find out what weed is like because he's never smoked weed i feel like either post-retirement jj watts either gonna be corny or fun as fuck oh no i feel like i feel like he won't be like russell wilson levels corny but i feel like he would be he's like gonna be taylor luan he shit like that, like that. Oh that no, Taylor Lewan is way edgier than 
JJ Watt doesn't have it in him to do that JJ or Jeffrey Star stunt. That's true. He it would be too snarky. It would it would be very like ABC Family version. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. I'd still like to like, see it. JJ Watt is like very personable. I don't want to take that away from him, but like he doesn't have that like blue collar grittiness to him. He is he is like Disney Channel guest star personable. I want to see him in the media afterwards. That's, that's what I really want like to you see. You want to see him like take a media job? Yes. Like not necessarily broadcasting, but it's like a, an analyst or something. So you want to see him on like get up with uh, Mike. What's his name? Uh, I know who you're talking about. Gonna- Imagine him taking Skip's spot. Oh man, I doubt that. Would, I don't see him being like a debater. It's just I'm no, talking about he just like he would get just absolutely ran over by Shannon every episode. I would like to see him. I would like to see him be the NFL's version of JJ Redick. I yeah yeah, I can see that. Which I hope is a permanent host on first take. I don't know if he is or not. He. I could be he could be and I could be wrong, but all the clips with like JJ Reddick and Stephen A going back and forth are funny as shit. I admittedly don't watch first take as much as I used to. I just see the shit on Twitter because my Twitter is I don't use the following page. I'm I'm on the very very unpopular opinion of liking the for you page of Twitter. So- I can't hardly see a difference other than like the following page. I feel like is way more chronological. It's more the people that just the people that you follow versus other topics. Oh, versus like seeing like the Amanda liked and then it'll have some random ass. Maybe, maybe, but it's more of like, you know how the topics used to be on there. Like you could follow the whole NFL as as a topic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I think it's more like that. So you, you see more stuff that you that you you like. That's kind of like a four you page for for TikTok. It's an algorithm that's built off of things yeah. that you interact with. Yeah, yeah. I am of the well. So that's why, like, I am kind of glad they separated it, like you're saying, because through a mutual community that we both interact in, I have somehow like become like a fixture in Jaguars Twitter. Jacksonville Jaguars, like that's all. Oh, I, I did too. I did too. I had to go I don't in there. Follow anybody. I had to mute or click not not interested or do not like on a lot of Jag shit, and it still pops up. I think I follow uh, E Dilla because like I muted his whole account. So, like I just like like the inside like sources type stuff, mm-hmm. but like all the other ones, they just come up like suggested for you and like. It's you can like, click on there, not interested. You have to click those little, yeah, little I'm stack. Yeah, I'm too lazy. I'm too lazy for that. That's why I said. That's why, like, I actually am like kind of a fan of the following because, like, I don't have to pretend I'm a Jaguars fan every time I get on Twitter. Um, oh, but like one of the best things that the like the like people you know like Johnny liked this tweet was whenever. Twitter threw Andy under the bus. Do you remember that? Yeah. Him liking that boxer ad. 
there i think it was like assless boxers or something wild where one thing that's annoyed me talking about twitter that i saw i see all over twitter is people bringing up eric b enemy and saying there's a problem the reason where there's a problem he hasn't been a head coach oh yeah yeah there is a problem dude sucks at interviewing apparently or maybe he just likes winning super bowls with andy reed and patrick mahomes no shit i i assume that he'd probably take over and for andy reed whenever andy reed retires which i thought was going to be this year honestly but that's got to be why he took the job in washington because he's assistant head coach in washington and offensive coordinator so yeah. new ownership the new ownership already wants to get rid of Rivera whenever they buy it. So all they'd have to do is just promote the enemy. Like I'm not trying to speak to like the enemy's work ethic or aspirations or anything like that, but like not everyone wants to be the CEO. Mm. Someone has to work in accounting. Someone has to be the offensive coordinator. Maybe Eric Bieniemy really likes being an offensive coordinator. You know, he doesn't even call the plays. Yeah, I did hear that. Then what the fuck what did he do behind the scenes in Kansas City? He's just a master like game planner. That's got to be what it is. If, a that's the only thing it could breaking be. down defenses. Because if he's not calling plays, he there. I want to know what makes him valuable. It has to just be like his mind, like the schemes that he's able to draw up. Like, I mean, that has to be it. Like, he, he works, and and maybe that's what he loves. He doesn't have the pressure of having to sit with the sheet like attached to his hip, like the coaches do on Sundays, and sweat over the tendencies. All right. It's third and four. They blitz three guys 67% of the time on third and four in the second half. So we're going to run this play with this protection. Maybe he doesn't like that. Maybe he likes working Monday through Friday, handing Andy Reid or whoever the head coach that's calling the plays is his sheet and be like, here, here's 75 plays that will win you this football game. Have at it. And then sitting on the sidelines and being like, hey, you're fixing to need to run a slant route. You should pull that receiver and put in that receiver. Like, mm. they, I don't know. I feel like people read way too much into it. I mean, like, uh, it annoys me when they bring it up as a race problem. That makes me sound like a dick. But whatever is several other black people in the NFL or fans or like Edilla type people are like, bro, it's not a race problem. There's a reason why. He's been interviewed by he's been interviewed 14 times, I believe. He's now for 14 on head coaching interviews. You want to get really into the deep water since you brought it up, not me. <laughs> uh, do you believe that the Rooney rule helped or hurt black coaches in the NFL? Um that's because, a good question. I'm trying to think of like a big name head coaching hire that was white, like a like the most recent, just like big one. Sean Payton. Okay, yes. 
So if I'm not mistaken, via the Rooney rule, if you have a head coaching vacancy, you have to interview a black coach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sean Payton's available. Mm-hmm. You trade for the rights to Sean Payton. You still have to interview a black coach. How does that guy feel? Which they did that beforehand. It's just, I, I mean, I don't necessarily like the Rooney rule because other sports don't have that. And right. So that's why, that's why I asked. I did it help or hurt because now I do like obviously the nature of it. Like giving these, I mean, yeah, like great. Shot. but imagine in that specific scenario, you get called the interview for head coach of the Broncos, knowing that they have their sights set on Sean Payton. And you're like, well, I mean, like it's very clear to everyone in the building mm-hmm. what this interview is. Exactly. This interview is a box on a checklist on the roadmap to Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't... this is going to sound derogatory, but like, Wiles is the wide receivers coach at Florida A&M University getting an interview for the Denver Broncos head coaching job. Like that's obviously a <laughs> yeah, I don't scenario and it's stupid. I'm pretty sure Florida A&M is an HBCU, so that sounds way worse when I say it like that. Yeah, uh, I don't just, know why that's the school that came to my mind for this hypothetical. It's, it's like a it's like a pity. Yeah, pity well, it's what it it's looks a formality like. for sure, like I mean, look at, I don't believe the the MLB requires a, a Rooney Rule type thing. Not that I'm aware of. Same thing with NBA. They just go out there and look at the NBA. How many, I don't want to sound unknowledgeable, but how many black NBA head coaches are there? I'm pretty sure there's way more than the NFL. Percentage wise, I would assume that you're right. I'm not too knowledgeable about baseball managers, but I can sit back and look at the city of Houston. City of Houston has in through the Astros, I got a black GM and black head coach. The Rockets have a Muslim GM. I believe he's. I don't think he's black. He's not. A, I don't know what he'd be considered. Arabic. I guess Arabic GM. I believe. I'm probably. What if I'm wrong? It's a dick move to assume. And <laughs> who are we talking about? The, the Ra- Raphael Stone. Yeah. Raphael oh, yeah. Stone. I want to say wrong, that's that's well, funny. he's a he's a person of color. So we got a person of color GM. Well, you find out after this, he's Italian. Rip. He's just, he just a very authentic Italian. And then we got a okay, so we got a person of color GM in the Rockets, Steven Silas, black head coach. So it's already two for two on those sports teams. Houston, you got one of the whitest fucking GMs that looks like a serial killer, and you get a black head coach. At least the city of Houston is is hitting f- five for six. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what we're talking about. I'm high. I you forgot where I was. Eric where I was headed. You read like Eric B. Enemy, <laughs> which then segued us into the Rooney Rule. But then you segued it into MLB, which I will use to transition to uh, spring training is currently underway, and the MLB has announced 
rule changes for the 2023 upcoming season. Explain to me. So do you have the rules? Yes. I. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll let you go. I'll let you do that first. So, yeah. So I've spent time for this doing my research and getting an article ready to go. So, uh, the for the upcoming 2023 regular season the MLB will be introducing a pitch timer which so it's funny cuz OKC has a triple A team so I go to a lot of triple A games and they test these rules in the minors so I thought there was a had been a pitch timer for like the last two seasons so I was like shocked when this was like a big new rule because every game I go to, there's a pitch timer for the last two years. But no, it's just being adopted into uh, the, the uh, major leagues. There will be a 30-second timer between batters. Between pitches, there will be a 15-second timer with bases empty and 20 seconds with runners on base. Because uh, I hate mo- they stretch it out. They, they try to fake out first. And so it's funny how certain officials or I don't I don't know who runs the pitch timer. Um good question. But some how some people operate it. So it is uh the in, the in between batters one it's 30 seconds I want to say for like the pitcher to like get on the rubber or something. But then the, the in-between pitches one, it is designated as the pitcher must begin his motion before the expiration of the pitch timer. Well, with runners on base, I've seen operators uh, count coming together in the stretch as beginning the motion. Because I've seen like it get low to where I'm like, he's still, like, he's still getting signed. Like, there's no way he gets his pitch off in four seconds. And he will come set in the stretch and they'll turn it off. And I'm like, I don't think that's what they mean, but uh, yeah. Okay. And so this is the one that I don't like. I knew I brought this up earlier today. I knew this was a thing. I knew I'd read this somewhere. Pitchers are limited. This is via MLB.com. Pitchers are limited to two disengagements per plate appearance. That includes pickoff attempts or step-offs. That rule is trash. That is pretty shitty. That rule is going to ruin pitching. They throw in the caveat though. However, this limit is reset if a runner or runners advance during the plate appearance. So if I use my two pickoffs and then the guy on first base gets a 25-foot lead and then steals second walking, then I get my two pickoffs back. And then to throw step-offs in on top of that is garbage. Because, like, I speak from experience. Like, the step-off is, like, crucial. Not for, like, controlling base runners or anything, but, like, sometimes, like, I can say personally, like, I'll be on the mound or we'll be on the mound back in college, like, and you just don't feel it. Like, or the the catcher would call a pitch and, like, 
you can't get the ball grip and like it's taking forever and then you get in your head like oh, i gotta get like get together on this pitch step off walk around get back on the mound all right now i'm ready to throw a change up that's like a whole thing that's like that's baseball that's the whole mental chess battle of baseball or sometimes like if i was getting just hammered during an inning where like i had i gave up three hits in a row on like the first or second pitch of the at bat i'd step off like three times in a row just to like slow the inning down like fuck it like, i don't give a fuck like this guy just watched me give up three doubles in a row he thinks he's gonna come up right at the first pitch i'm gonna make him stand in the box for a minute and a half like i don't care <laughs> like that was my whole thing my senior year like that was when like the light bulb really went off for me as a pitcher to where like i kind of had like that veteran attitude of like controlling the game and my move was like if i felt like i wasn't like on top of the game that day i would just slow the game down to an absolute crawl um and like that's like a whole element of the game that you're taking away just for a tv audience like i don't like that at all but yeah so it goes on to say if a third pickoff attempt is made the runner automatically advances one base if the pickoff attempt is not successful. So I'm assuming that that's their caveat to keep runners from just advancing bases constantly. But still, like, I don't know. It's just trash. Like, it's not good. Um, and, okay, so that, that's only one of the rule changes. Um, obviously, they have limited defensive shifts. We kind of knew this was coming after last season. Um, the defensive team must have a minimum of four players on the infield. Um, at the release of the pitch, there must be two infielders on either side of second base. All infielders must have both feet on the dirt or within the boundary of the infield which would technically be the dirt uh, with, while the pitcher is on the rubber. And then this is trash too. Like, I don't understand this. Infielders may not switch sides. In other words, a team cannot reposition its best defender on the side of the infield. The batter is more likely to hit the ball. So if you have a gold glove third baseman, and a pull hitting lefty comes up, you can't put him at second. Well, that's stupid. Yeah, it's it's so dumb. Like, I don't understand what we're doing. These, I I try to be very open minded because I understand this is not like the old days of like baseball. Like, I get it, but at a certain point, like baseball is baseball, and people are gonna like baseball, and people are gonna not like baseball, and the people who are not. Who are the people who are going to not like baseball are not going to start liking it because the second baseman has to say at second base the whole time. Like that's mm-hmm. not gonna change anybody's mind. And oh, that's just such a terrible rule. So what rule is it that made it to where Luis Garcia can can't do the baby rock anymore? Um so that's not <sighs> Yeah, so I'd have to get deeper into that. I, I might be in this article. I haven't gone down far enough. They have made, um, they've expanded 
existing rules concerning a box and foreign substance. Because I know that you saw the Dusty Baker comments from today about during spring training. I didn't see. I haven't been on my phone, so I haven't seen it. A pitcher today, Dusty Baker made a comment. It might have been yesterday, but I, I saw it today. In spring training, a pitcher was pitching and stopped to uh, like wipe dirt off of his cleats, which would, under the expanded foreign substance rule, have been a violation. Damn. Yeah, like they crack, they cracking down, down. Let me see if I can find those. Because I don't understand. Like, I know they would call it a balk if he did it with the people on base. Okay, but, so here's another. Okay, so this is. That doesn't seem right. Um, let me go see if I can find. Because the the article I'm finding here is from last year. So I don't think it's going to be the right one. <laughs> All these articles I'm finding are old. But yeah, no, I like I've I've seen several things about like the new foreign substance rule, the new Bach rule. Um I saw one about uh there was a clip, I think it was Kenley Jansen last year did like an intentional Bach. Um trying to figure out. Oh yeah, it was sent on Twitter. I'm pulling up something you're not going to like. Okay. It's pretty cool. Boop, 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 oh, okay, boop, I think boop, I saw... Um, so, I'm thinking after rereading the tweet, uh, the picture in question that Dusty Baker made a comment about stopped to clean to clean dirt off of his cleats i think that would have counted as a disengagement and he must have probably already maxed out his disengagements that's so stupid but dude like imagine that i mean because like imagine you come out of a rain delay and the mound is muddy and you step off to like tap off like mud on the rubber that that, that would count as a step off because like your foot is off the rubber like if I am on the rubber set and then I take my back foot and tap my toe on the rubber to like knock mud off of my cleat, I could pick off from that position. I, I'm not on the rubber. So like imagine that is your third disengagement and this runner on second goes to third. Like that's wild. We're going to see a lot of bullshit this year. I guarantee We're going to see. So if if I'm going to be like a glass half full type guy who loves baseball content in general, we are going to see a lot of managers like erupting on umpires. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I am here for that. I'm going to try to go to opening night. I want to so bad. Lucky. God, I want to. That's why um, I, I get so like jealous Every time I see, um, they talk about MLB expansion, and OKC is always listed as like a top three team for MLB expansion. They've had, 
they've had an expansion like blueprint for our triple a ballpark to expand it to a mlb capacity ballpark for like the last 15 years just ready like if for if they approve us for a mlb franchise anyways you had something that was going to make me mad yes so um make it to where i can share the screen let me do that got it all right so boom god i don't why are we doing this what, Audio we, what i have obviously can't see yeah, yeah take, was, I'll let you take it okay you let me take it all right cool so what i have right here is a 26 team wheel 26 teams of what you're asking mls major league soccer why not because we did it for literally everything else i mean i guess if i could say if we do it for hockey we can do it for mls we should oh. do it for march madness too how are we i would do i would do it for xfl before we did it for march madness um so it, since we brought up watching you which i wasn't going to bring up this episode i don't believe wiz has ever paid me for the two watching news that i've won did i pay you for the baseball one we took it out of uh some money that I owed you for something. <laughs> uh, probably fantasy. Something with fantasy. Either fantasy or canceling one of the subscriptions, I feel like. Um, but anyway, like, at the very least, I know Wiz did not pay for at least one um, watching you that I won. So let this be your notice. Why Why are we changing spinners? Oh, you got XFL not, too. Yeah, I'm pulling. I'm trying to find one where I can pull that up. Oh, it's not that one. Um, this is gonna be difficult. I'll I'll do this in a sec. So, you want to go first, or should we call one somebody so, else? So this you... is terrible because like we do like the two spin things, and uh, I don't know anything. I know like I know LAFC won it last year, and I know they beat Philly, and that's like uh-huh. the, those are the only two MLS teams I know that are any good. So like. I may be like, yeah, I'm gonna go with that team, and it's a trash team. I don't. Know. I know the Dynamo used to be really good. Um, but yeah, I'll go ahead and go first. You go first, okay? I'm gonna call Wiz, but we'll, we'll let you go first. Spinning, it's spinning, it's spinning, it's spinning, it's spinning, it's spinning. Oh shit, that's on the line. Oh, that's a, that's that's San a name. Jose Earthquakes. That's that's a name for a team. Uh, they're currently zero and two. Damn. I don't know how great their history is. So let's see. Let uh, yeah. You know what? Re re spin. Oh wait, they're not. They're not zero and two yet. I was about to say. There, if we're going off a lot of standings, for some reason it has standings and it has them ranked tenth, ten out of fourteen in the Western Conference. Yeah, let me re let me run that back. All right, we're gonna run it back, but we're leaving it in. We're spinning, we're spinning, we're spinning, we're spinning, we're spinning. Congrats, maybe. Colton will be thrilled to see this. As I have spun the New England, I want to say he's someone said they were called the New England Revolution. Yeah, and they're look they're tenth on the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but just I'm like sure the those are listed in alphabetical order. 
I see F L L. Yeah, that's just yep. alphabetical. Sure. Oh, yeah, I'm just a fucking tarred. Bro. Well, what you could do is adjust the filter to 2022 season and see where they finished. That's a good idea. So, San Jose. Boy, did I dodge that. <laughs> oh, shit. The dynamo. Man, we fell off, bro. And where uh, are we doing? Well, I mean, <laughs> better than 14th. So you're not wrong. You're not wrong. We so will take what we can get. I'm gonna let Wiz go first. So I'm about to call him. Watch him be like fucking or something. I, th- I think we can both safely assume that's not what Wiz will be doing at seven forty-two, seven thirty-three in the evening. I mean, you never know. Hello. Hi, is this Jim? Yeah, this is Jimbo. Hi, Jimbo. So, um, you're currently live on this podcast called below 500 and what we're doing is we're finding a lucky winner to spin a wheel to see what mls team they can have why wasn't i told y'all recording you weren't joining anyways i mean come on are you joining (laughs) yeah that's exactly what we thought all right so wiz has gone oh no wiz gooch is already gone he landed on san jose earthquakes passed it up and took New England. That was his next one. So he has New England. New England's off the board. How the fuck do I take that off of the board, though? Edit wheel. So we take off New England. What the fuck? Okay. So we're spinning, 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 we're spinning. You have the New York Red Bulls. I don't know if that's good or not. Do you want me to tell you where they finished last year? Sure. All right. Let's see. In the Eastern Conference, they finished fourth. Okay. I don't want a New York team anyway, so respin me. All right. Ballsy. Ballsy move. We're spinning, we're spinning, we're spinning. Now you have Impact Montreal. That sounds worse. Um, I'm joking. They finished second in the Eastern Conference. Of course they did. Canadian fuck. Motherfucker. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for playing. All right. If he we'll wins, s- I'll send you the. Tw- I'll send you twenty bucks later for this. I already know you're going to win this now. If he wins, I'm paying him in loonies. <laughs> All right, bye. What are the odds that Colton answers? Out of ten, I give it a two point seven. Okay, let's see. Let me answer the phone. Hey, Dumbo, is this, is this Dumbo? I ain't going to do that, but that'd be funny. What's his fiance's last name? Oh. You should ask if that's Mr. Her last name. No, I'm going to do that. That would be funny. I doubt he answers. It's a Wednesday night. His, it's, his liberal Colorado ass would be the one to take his wife's name. Hyphenize it. Mm. This is Colton Johnson hyphen Dalrymple. <laughs> Oh, you have one? Oh, wait, no. Is that for MLS? Okay. I have the XFL wheel ready to go. Oh, you do? Okay, cool. Damn, it, shit ring forever. Bro, this shit ringing. 
I ain't never heard a phone call ring this much. Does he not have a voicemail? Alright, assuming call failed. Yeah, um, so what, how you can do it is you could spin twice and then give him the higher of the two teams. Or mm, you could or spin I'm once just going to go and, and spin for me. Oh, great. You haven't gone yet. Oh, Columbus Crew. Columbus Crew. Shout out, Casey. So I guess I'm not Easter. Nope, maybe they are Eastern. Columbus. Ooh, they finished eighth. Mm. Eighth out of 14. And remember, you have to beat Montreal. Yeah, which is number fucking two. 25 and nine. 25 and nine. Columbus finished 10, 16, and eight. 16. 46 draws. points versus 65 for Jesus. Is a trash sport. Oh my god! What does GD mean? Goals defended, goals allowed, goals. Yeah. So they, so they got they got better defense than Montreal. But Jesus Christ, does their offense stink? I'm respinning. I can't. I can't risk it. I gotta. I gotta be the number two man trying to get the Kansas City Chiefs of the MLS. <laughs> oh, you missed Philly. I'm sick. I thought you were gonna get Philly, and I was gonna be sick. Oh my god! I feel like it was pretty close. Yeah, well, you just watch—you just watch twenty dollars exit your bank account, just like with fucking um, what was the one we did for hockey? I haven't checked on that one. Oh god, I don't even want—I don't even want to check. We got to do updates next week. Um, all right. So what are we doing with? Um, I'll—I'll I'll leave this open. And see if he calls back. Okay. Exactly. We'll give him time. I will share. Mother call wisdom. Let's see. I will share my screen. And now we are on to XFL. Call Wizback, see if he answers. He'll we'll make him go first. So you know what? With XFL, there's eight teams. I think you get your first spin regardless. Bro, yeah. Oh, I don't know. And so, okay, so I have this wheel. Uh, the team names are not all correct, but the cities are all correct. Because I have the Battlehawks, which is St. Louis. Then I have Seattle, Houston, Dallas, D.C. Houston. I didn't make the wheel. Uh, I just deleted the slices that did not need to be there. Um, right. Dallas Renegades is obviously Arlington. D.C. Uh Tampa Bay Vipers. I don't think is Tampa Bay is. I don't know what. I know there's a Vipers. Hello. Hi, is this James? Yes, it's James. Hey, James. This is um, Hunter calling from Below Five Hundred Podcast. Uh, we are looking for a special guest to be a part of something special here. You are you willing to be a part of it? Wait, y'all are filming. Yes. So. So, um, what it is, it's we're spinning a wheel of eight. Eight XFL teams. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing this. I don't know why we're doing it, but we're doing it. And so, we're going to let you go first. It's sudden The only problem death. is, 
I think since there's only eight teams, we're going to have to roll sudden death here. No, no redos. No redos. You're stuck. So you get the pleasure of going first. I get used to killing myself. I don't know. If you get St. Louis or Seattle, you're good. And looky there. You got Seattle. Damn it. You got Ben Denucci and Josh Gordon. You can't escape Ben Denucci. You, you, you can't escape Denucci. But they lost. Like they, they balled. Denucci and Gordon balled out, but they lost last week. All right. We'll, we'll fill in the rest. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Have a great day. All right. You want to go or you want me to go? I'll let you go. There ain't, no right. you get, there ain't no way he lands on Houston. We're spending. <laughs> ain't no way he lands on Houston. And it landed on Houston. I bro. Houston. I'm killing myself, bro. Oh. We're going to back. You, you, blackmailed, you blackmailed me. No, here you go. These are the teams remaining that you get to choose from. God damn it. The Tampa Bay Vipers, which I don't even know if that's the right team name. Uh, it's, it's not, not the right team name. There's not even a Tampa Bay team. There, But the Vipers are Vegas, which I also have a Vegas team on there. The team that got left off was San Antonio. So I can fix this and respin you if you would like. I think we got to do a total respin. No. <laughs> I think we do. No, we don't. I think we do. That's not fair. That gave you better chances. How did he give me? I, that's not fair. <laughs> there. I'm just saying, it's not fair. We're we're gonna respin for you only. Fuck you, you little pussy bitch. The fucking Dallas Renegades. It's, it's the Arlington Renegades, but tomato. This is bullshit ass game. I don't even want to do this shit. Uh, I mean, you got Texas. <laughs> Are we allowed to trade? Only if you can get Wiz to trade you. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I'm sick. I mean, the Renegades are 1 0. What's Colton's? Colton's. If he please. gets Battle Hawks, I'm going to please don't be the Battle Hawks. He got the Las Vegas Vipers. The 0 and 1. Los San Antonio Brahmas. What? No, it's Vipers. San Antonio Brahmas. Why are you saying San Antonio Brahmas? The wheel is Vipers. I guess we're going to sit here and we're going to sp- have to spin Colton since he never called back. So, do you want to do like a one and done spin or do you want to give him benefit of the doubt spin? I ain't no goddamn benefit of the doubt. He's getting one and done. All right. Look at me. I'm fucking San Jose. It don't fucking matter because he has Portland Western. They finished eighth. God, I'm just trash. Does San Jose have any possibilities of being good? I mean, hey, the way that the transfer window works for soccer, if they come across some money, they could freaking sign some Premier League player that revitalizes their entire franchise. Out of about. my ass because I don't know shit about soccer. Every ounce of soccer knowledge in my body 
came directly from FIFA. I've never played FIFA. Olsen. He is the Vegas Vipers. And Portland Timbers. I'm so fucking pissed you got Houston. I was going to make what all your XFL weekends from now on so bittersweet. It really is. Unless, I don't know. Uh, all right, so I got a draft. I saw that. So, do you know what GSE stands for? I do not. Take a guess. GSC. Gummy sour candy. Wow. Was I right? No, you the fuck okay. you <laughs> <laughs> Did, I... <laughs> Did I have you believe in you were right for a second? For like a split second. And then like as soon as I said it, I knew that I had fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it stands for Girl Scout cookies. I was I was in the ballpark. You were close. It was food related. Yes. Are there ten types of Girl Scout cookies? There's twelve. Oh God. There's I think twelve. I, I think I've only eaten like four. Well, Holly brought home thirty dollars worth. That's like what six, six boxes. Six boxes she brought home. And I had first pick for the breakfast. Thank God. So easiest first pick here. So layup. This is like LeBron James of number one picks. I swear to God, you better tag along. What? That's the chocolate covered one with the peanut butter, right? Yeah, you saying that's the like that's the number one, and I know what I know what your argument is, and it's wrong. Why? Tagalongs are better. You know what? That makes me fucking ecstatic. You know what my number one is? Oh, we can say it together. So was oh, no what thin mints. I and I say this as a pro thin mint person. That's not a first round pick. That is a hundred percent. Thin mints is a third round pick on its best day. Have you had them bitches in the freezer? I that was where I was going next. Was like. They gotta be in the freezer. I won't eat them if they're not in the freezer. Someone brought a thing of a box of cinnamons to work today, and I have not touched them because they're not in the freezer. All right, your turn. Um, okay, easy peasy. Samoas. Fuck you. All right. I'm crushing this. At three, give me lemonades. You that your list. I mean, two at ass. two. Excuse me. Your list is hot garbage. Well, look, I can't win every draft. All right. Uh, third round. This is probably second round value. Uh, oh, me- it's second round pick. I was wrong. I don't know why I said third. It's second round pick. I know. No, but this is my third round pick. Oh, I'm, I'm oh, making oh, my oh, third round oh, pick. Oh, saying oh, I'm stupid. This is, I'm a, stupid. this is second round talent. What is it? Dosey dose. AKA the peanut butter sandwich one. 
Oh, motherfucker. I forgot about those. Also, I know that you're looking at the list just like I am. I've never I, uh, heard of I'm, half of these, dog. Really? <laughs> all these got to be new. No, oh, a couple are, but like, all right. So Adventurefuls, no, Raspberry you Rally. Ain't you never, never had it. Ra- raspberry Rally. I'm on the Girl Scout, girlscouts.org slash no, cookies. I'm looking at the 20 or I'm looking at the 2023 lineup. I am literally on girlscouts.org. All right, let me share my screen so you can see what the fuck I'm looking at. I'm looking at... You don't have toast yays on yours? Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking at, too. You looking at this? Okay, no. Okay, so I have all those except for they must have gotten rid... Oh, wait. What? Yeah, so you're only missing Raspberry Rally. But yeah, like, I mean, have you not had Adventurefuls? No, really? It it's like looks top, good. It's, it, it's not bad. I'm it's not I'm, bad. So I will tell you off of this list. I have I've had ever at all Samoas, Tagalongs, Thin Mints, Dosi Dos, uh, Trefoils, and Toffee Tastic. I've never had the Toffee Tastic. I've had the mid. toast. I've had the Toastier mid. Yeah, this the s'mores one doesn't look half bad. But the s'mores one is all right. Lemonades. So what we have is we have thin mints, lemonades, and something. All right. How about you make a third round pick? I'm gonna take a them. I'm going to take Adventure Bulls as my third rounder. So I am going to take Caramel Chocolate Chip in my fourth round. Never had it, but I feel like it's like can't go wrong. My fourth round, I'm going to take the shortbread. Truffles. Damn, I was hoping I would have that in the fifth because that was just like my like, that's just like the like white bread of Girl Scout mm-hmm. cookies. Mm-hmm. Either like classes. I don't like them really, but it's like if they're, they're there, I'll, I'll take a couple. Like somebody has them and offered me one, I'll take it. Um, damn. This is, I mean, okay. So I'm gonna take. I guess I'm going to go... I'm torn between s'mores and toastiers. Toastiers are... It's supposed to be like maple or French toast. Yeah, that's got to be like. intrigued. I'm just not a syrup person, so you probably see why... Oh, I I'm fucking what, love maple syrup, so I'm going to take toastiers. I'm going to take s'mores. Round. I'm going to take s'mores in the fifth. I didn't I buy any Girl fast. Scout cookies this year. Yeah, you fucking... I lost. It was my first one I've lost. You drafted. You, you had the freaking Ryan Leaf of first round. I'm draft I'm, I'm drafting like in the fucking Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> I have no draft capital. It looks like I just uh, drafted the Cole Strange. Yeah, in, in a five round draft, you managed to get three third round picks. I value. <laughs> 
It's a third round pick in the first round is not value. That's not how value works. Looking back, I wish I'd have said Samoa's first and then Mitz in the second. Okay. Uh, I have this is probably a better top three than draft. We may not even do it. So I'm going to pose a question. Depending on your answer to this question, depends on how we move forward. Um, did you play any high school sports? I did basketball and uh, field. Like how you didn't say track, you just said field. Fuck, I look like I wanted to run a forty. Just say that you threw shot and disc. I threw shot and disc. There you go. Okay, this might be that might be enough to work with. So I think we go top three instead of draft. Top three high school sport like pregame songs, like what you put like in your headphones, like before the basketball game. Like it's cr- it's kind of like there's a there's a cringe aspect looking back on it, but at the time, uh, like I remember, I don't know if you did this. I bought I couldn't afford Beats when Beats were like really taken off, so I bought refurbished Beats off of Amazon for like half the price, mm-hmm. and I was terrified they were gonna be like fake when they came in, but they weren't. So anyways, like, so this is like the, like that song that you would put like in your Beats headphones for the basketball game that made you feel like, uh, remember the Beats commercial that Colin Kaepernick did? Yeah. Like the, the pregame song that made you feel like that. I don't know if I have a top three cause I'm trying to remember this. Take I remember like when I, I was, I love kidding. This was our run out song for basketball. Oh, and it was one of my favorite songs at the time. And what, what do you think it is? It's either Hell and Back or Money and the Power. Hell and Back. Money, Money and the Power is a good one. I don't know why Cal Kidding fell off. I was a huge Kidding fan. Yeah, because like, he had those two songs like pretty close to each other. And those two albums that were just yeah. bangers close to each other. All of a sudden, he fell off. Surprised but, that they let you play Hell and Back like, in a high school gymnasium. Yeah, but I would I would I would go ahead and throw that as three. Um, are we alternating picks? I guess. Okay. That's how so we I, usually do it. I have my I have my number one, but I don't have two and three. So I'm gonna need yeah, so I'm gonna need to go back through the catalog for number okay. This one like I need Wiz here to truly appreciate this. But my three is Cinderella Man by Eminem. Uh, like I said, I, these are not. I get now. it. Like this is. I, I, I hear the song in my head now. Sixteen-year-old Gooch, who is a lot more immature and cringy, and full of himself. Uh, um, I'm at two. Give me Kevin Gates out the mud. <laughs> as, as soon as you said it was a Kevin Gates, I knew it was going to be priceless. Kevin Gates out the mud. This, I almost forgot about this one. So you're going to laugh your ass off. So this one, I can tell you the specific time period. It lasted like through probably my junior year. But like the prime of this song, like for me, whenever it would like have me ready to run through a wall before a football game, basketball game was like eighth, ninth grade. Like 
I'm talking like on the bus to like JV football games, ready to like break necks. And that is Drop the World by Lil Wayne. Bruh. Also realizing that Eminem has now made two appearances on this top three list. Um, but you and, know, and they're both yours, right? But that 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 Lil Wayne song, "Drop the World," was a heater back in the day. Um, honorable mention. I'm just gonna say Lil Wayne because I can general. sit here in general. I can name so many heaters that yeah. would just that I would pump before a game. And just get flowing like first one something like seven six foot six seven foot. Foot. I was about to say we used to play that in the get in trouble for playing that in the locker room, but that used to go hard on damn near the, the whole Carter room. Four album, damn near the whole album. Mine is like how to love and how to hate, but the rest of the album is just like bangers for trying to like heat up and warm up. Uh, John, that was a good one off of there. Um, Gonorrhea was a good one from Lil Wayne. Um, like the Carter. Wait, what was, what was the first mixtape? The Carter? No, uh, that's the album. It's a mixtape. What was the mixtape? Uh, it was e- it was either no ceiling, no ceilings. Or, yeah, yeah, no ceilings. Uh, which and there a song called No Ce- No. Yeah, there was a like a No Ceilings freestyle on No Ceilings mixtape. It's. The one That's what thinking. I thought. There was like I got damn bathrooms, like a shit. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that song. Yeah. yeah, that one. That's a good one. But number, it's hard to pick a number one. Wait, I'm trying hold to on. You haven't like, made a number two yet. Oh yeah, no, you did. Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. My Kevin Gates out the mud. But as far as number one, I don't remember. I've it had, sucks because I used to be on one. some kind of what was like it was like hot new hip hop.com every day when i ride the bus on the way to school i'd refresh it and listen to all the news like i was so i remember when that was like a website that people frequented yeah because i would see it would tell you who's dropping what when it's dropping stuff like that i go there and listen um what's your number one so my number one is power by Kanye West. Okay. That was a, a specific basketball because I heard that one today for the first time in a while and like instantly snap back. Like I can think of like a specific moment before a specific game with my refurbished beats on standing in like the tunnel before a basketball game. Mm-hmm. I'm tr- I'm I'm so I'm struggling to think of a, like a go-to pump-up song. I'm like trying, and I'm pulling nothing but a bunch of stuff. I just don't. That's why I hate that we're ranking them. Yeah, because there was so I don't really had a go-to. I would just throw like a playlist on. Um. I'm I'm gonna say I can't remember who sings it, but Bugatti. I woke up in a new Bugatti. Yeah, oh, I, why can't Ace I Hood? It? I think Ace Hood sang, sang that. Wrapped wrote, wrote this. Wrote, wrote That's that. quite the pick for number one. I don't have one, but there was like around that time that song came out. I know, but it's funny to me just because like 
not that it's a bad song or anything, but the, like it's funny to me like that you put it at number one because that means at a point in your life you were like on your way to a track meet about to throw a shot and disc listening to I woke up in a new Bugatti like envisioning yourself. I wish I could tell you, God, this makes me mix Apple Music because ever since I switched to Spotify, I've been a lazy like been very lazy when it comes to finding new music yeah same like because on the apple music i used to have to search my ass off to see who's dropping what rada 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 and i haven't had to do that in a while because i just i'll listen to the same, the same shit on spotify oh see like i have pandora premium so weird fuck god it's so, so fucking weird okay so here's the thing is i had like before all the like spotify like unlimited and like or you could like pay money and get all the streaming and stuff i had android phones so i could just illegally download shit from youtube to my phone and so i just had like pandora in the background if i ever was just like hanging out and wanted to just throw some something on so i had like pandora radio station like i saved my account since i was like 15 Mm mm-hmm so then when that became a thing, I upgraded the Pandora Premium, which is the same as Spotify. The only thing is Pandora doesn't have the selection of podcasts that Spotify does. They have some podcasts, but it's very limited. But music-wise, it's the same. And I have all my playlists and all my stations that I've had since I ever have had that Pandora account. So like, I can't switch. All these stations that you like, thumbs up, thumbs down, blah, blah, blah. These t- stations perfectly tailored to my musical tastes and if i switch to spotify i'll lose that and i'm not gonna lose that so like like right now like i said you talk about not being able to discover new music i'm pretty much the same way because i have like now pandora premium has it to where like you can select multiple stations so if i'm at work i want to listen to country and rock today I can select like my two top country stations and my two top rock stations and then hit shuffle stations and it will just blend all those stations randomly. So like right now, like my shuffle stations is uh, uh, combined um, Co Wetzel radio, Tate McRae radio, uh, future radio. Jesus, the range. <laughs> uh Greta Van Fleet Radio and Kenny Hoopla Radio, and oh, it just man. shuffles from those stations all day at work. It's, I haven't, I haven't seen if Swaco has dropped any new shit. I haven't seen if, if he hasn't Kenny dropped Hoopla anything has. new. Unless he's dropped a single, he hasn't dropped anything new since that album. Um, fuck, what's the Australian Kenny Kid Hoopla Leroy. hasn't? Kenny I haven't Hoopla. seen if Kim, Kid Leroy's dropped anything new in a minute. I haven't like. I, I think Kid started... Leroy has dropped a new one here recently. I've gotten so lazy when it comes to looking up new music. The last thing Kenny Hoopla dropped was Dirty White Vans that I'm aware of. Okay. So, I think this... But yeah. Um, so, are we done here? Unless you have anything to add, that no. will wrap up episode 79. Yes. 79. Um... Wow, this is a slow ass outro. Uh thank you guys for listening. 
Wiz, if you made it this far, uh, if you want to be on the next episode, we're not going to call you. You're going to have to come to us. You have appeared on one episode in seven and a half months. Sorry for not actively recruiting you to the new episodes. Uh, Colton, if you've made it this far, answer your phone and you won't get stuck with dog shit MLS teams. And to everyone else listening, we thank you and appreciate you and would love if you would share and slash or rate this podcast. Other than that, we will see all of you next week. Bye, bitches. Ugh.